Hello, everybody. Welcome to World of Warcast, episode 142. I'm Michael Gaines. With me is Mr. Eric Rice. Say hi. Good afternoon. Who's wearing his, his Android shirt? Oh, yeah, you like that? <laughs> We're talking about that pre-show. It's a it's a rather cool shirt. Yeah, uh, maybe I suppose if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm wearing my Comic Con shirt. I saw that. Yes, I'm going in October. It's going to be like a big con. Well, let's let's talk about cons because BlizzCon tickets went on sale yesterday, the first round, and. Uh, <laughs> Are you going? So, uh, yeah. How it worked was, and you were there. We were all on video. Yeah, the three of us were on a. We like spamming F five, and I swear to God, just to tell you how many people were probably doing that. My wife and I in the same room. I think I had done it just a, a fraction of a second before her. She got two hundred two in queue, and I got like. 8,500 <laughs> in queue. And you were, like, not that far behind. You I were, was, like, 84. I was 86, or, 60, or something like that. Yeah, you were you were ahead of me, but just by a little bit. Yeah. And I'm so like, you got four tickets. Right off the bat, <laughs> yeah. So she got the achievement unlocked. Uh, yeah, I'm going to see what happens on Saturday. I guess I'm going one way or the other. Oh yeah, we're gonna work something out. So yeah, BlizzCon, uh, World of Warcast is going to BlizzCon. Woohoo! Change it. That show would be like broadcasting, broadcasting to all of Azeroth and the Anaheim Convention. <laughs> we can do that. I, uh, in fact, I, um, I did I do that? No, I. Well, I did something from the lobby once uh, the last time I was there. But um, yeah, there are some podcasters that broadcast from the lobby or they broadcast from outside. Problem is, you just gotta deal with the noise. Oh yeah, but it'll be a lot of fun. I think that uh, I think we'll we'll figure something out. We, we've got a lot of time between now and then, and I've already been talking to Stompolina about doing something too. And I'm sure I'll be talking to some other people as well. So it's going to be fun. And we've got uh, six months, seven months to plan this whole thing. But the next attempt for everybody is on um, this Saturday. That's coming up. Mm-hmm. At 10 o'clock in the morning, Pacific time. Yes. That's 1 o'clock for you on the East Coast. PM. 1 o'clock PM on the East Coast. So yeah. I'll be there. F5 standing by. <laughs> <laughs> the leader standing by. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got the tickets this time. I, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. What do you mean? This weekend. I'm just going to stand around and just be like, well. You're going to laugh at me. though. No, you're gonna, <laughs> maybe you can help me. I don't know. Yeah. We'll you're going to laugh at out. me. I saw somebody say on Twitter that trying to get tickets for the Super Bowl or the World Series is easier yeah. than getting tickets to BlizzCon. I'd like to know where uh, uh, San Diego Comic-Con fits into that whole thing. Because getting those tickets are difficult also. Oh, and by the way, this is sort of non-WoW related, but uh, the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference sold out in 90 seconds today. Wow. 90 seconds. So, mm-hmm. There you go. Is that where they're going to announce some new product category thing? or I would guess so, because if you're going to announce a new product category, then you're going to want the developers to get their hands on it first. So I would bet you that they're at the very least going to have their API available 
And there are rumors going around that Siri or some sort of voice recognition system is going to be in uh, Mountain Lion. So, yeah. But that's that's another show, <laughs> which yeah. I may be doing yeah. later today. <laughs> that's above that's above my pay grade. All of a sudden, I was like, wait, which show am I doing? Am I doing the Mac show? No, I'm doing WoW. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, anyway, we'll figure out what's going on for BlizzCon. We'll set something up, and um, and I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing everybody. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, it's my first one, by the way. Oh, that's right. It is your first one. I've It'll never be- actually been. I've been to tons and tons of conferences. I've spoken at tons and tons of conferences. I've never actually been to a con mm-hmm. in that capacity. Not even as much as a Comic-Con. I don't know why. I mean, years ago, there was a, a con in San Jose, California, Baycon. And I went because a friend of mine had a radio station. And so we'd always have a, a like a broadcasting booth, whatever. But other than that, no, nah, I, didn't, I didn't do the con. I just did the, <laughs> the after party. So should be fun. Somebody said that one of the reasons why they go to these things is, is just to meet to, to hang out with other people, all your friends, all the people that you talk to during the year. Mm-hmm. Now you get to hang out with them. Yep. So good stuff. In other news, in actual wow news, uh, the Undasta loot roll changes are going to be uh, in place so that, and it looks like it's going to be hot fix. It's not going to be a 5.3 weight. So if you're doing Undasta from another server, you'll be able to roll for the loot, which is good. That's cool. Yeah. They, uh, Blizzard said there are some technical reasons why they couldn't do it. I don't know what that means because if you could do it for other uh, other ones, well, maybe maybe it had something to do with the, the multi-group system. I don't know. Yeah. But there. <laughs> uh, we were talking about this, I think, yesterday or the day before. So 85 to 90 is going to have lower XP requirements. 33, 30%, 33% uh, Yeah, so maybe I'll, I'll sort of get one of my tunes. I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit when I get to PvP, but I've got two lower-level tunes, and the 85 to 90 grind just takes a while, so maybe I'll just wait for that. You know, I got to say, though, it wasn't bad the second time or the third time because mm-hmm. I only have 390s. I don't think it was actually that painful the second time, but then again... After the horrible experiences I've been having with my mage, maybe I just sucked that hard. <laughs> and I did great on my death knight, and I did great on my monk. So See, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you and I have actually sat down and compared our mages because I don't have problems, the same problems that you do. Maybe it's your rotation because I think your gear is fine. Uh, my gear is all right. I mean, I'm 75% to best in slot for LFR max. Mm-hmm. That's how I have Mr. Robot calibrated. Okay. So, you know, I'm there. And I just got my Jade Spirit and all of that. Mm-hmm. For, you know, I'm, we're jumping around, right? But for as far as what I did this week, yeah. I, I cried because my <laughs> mage was my main for the longest time. Yeah. And I've been really taking to my monk. And so a couple things. My mage just got to unlock Throne of Thunder. Cool. And my monk just unlocked the very first uh, raid. Mm-hmm. I, uh, on a whim, I decided to go into uh, a- and take on Gamon. He's the Torrin that's just the barfly sitting around inside right. the inn in, in Valley of Strength in Ogremar. I burned him in like 30 seconds on my monk. I'm like, what? And I knew it because my, my Suin, the tiger, the white tiger pet that comes out temporarily, mm-hmm. he was still up for like 15 seconds afterwards. So I started timing it. And I'm like, all right, I've never 
never had an, a need to, you know, get that epic 11 copper drop from sure. the dude. Yeah. I went to do it on my mage. And I mean, I know how to play the mage. I know the rotation. I know the, yeah, I, I know you, you know, I, I love the, the nuance of how you play all this stuff. So I really pay attention to the rotation, make sure everything's up. That's got to be up fine, whatever. Uh, I couldn't even get him down to half health, and by that time, I was dead. I'm like, what? It's another one of those situations where you die, and you can't believe why. Like, wh- what do you mean I died? I don't die in this game. <laughs> I, and I could not kill Gamon at all on my mage, full stop. For whatever reason, it was a cavalcade of fail. Monk, cons- and who who isn't even geared, by the way, mm-hmm. was like 30... L- eye levels below my mage so even you'd think brute force right yeah but i think there could be a bug and this also kind of connects to something that you're going to talk about later mm-hmm. all of the crowd control that my mage can do did not affect gamon but everything the monk did totally mm. worked oh well then maybe that i mean so yeah, you know, I'm used to PvP a little bit. I'm used to I know where I can use crowd control and where I can't. The monk can assault everybody. Mm-hmm. Even inside Brawler's Guild. I've been burning through Brawler's Guild too on my monk. So I actually had to ask in trade. I actually had to ask, are monks overpowered? Wow. People and, are like, no, and- of course not. <laughs> well, then something's not right, because I cannot possibly be that good with a monk. You know what? I, I have a mage. Uh, I have a horde mage who's level 90, relatively well-geared. I'll have to try that out myself. I, I didn't even think of that. I keep forgetting I have a horde mage. <laughs> yeah. So I have three mages. Isn't that pathetic? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. But I've noticed this, you know, I've noticed this in a few other, uh, other than fights where melee or ranged is an advantage. Mm-hmm. For the most part, no, the, the mage has not felt as powerful as, as the monk. No. And I don't even give a crap about my death knight anymore. I'll get into that in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I'm, I got to study it some more. But really, that's all I did that week, this week was uh, I, I, you know, unlocked on each of those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, the weather up here in the Pacific Northwest has been like 72 degrees and sunny. Oh, I hate you. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've gotten the rested experience bonus by going outside. It's been wonderful. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> there is a new engineering robot, up, a pet battle robot coming out called Bad Robot. And if that sounds familiar, that's because it's J.J. Abrams' production company. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow is teaming up with Bad Robot to actually bring that little that that little bad robot that you see at the end of uh lost or the beginning of of bad robot movies that's going to be in the game but it's only going to be for en- great it does look great but it's only going to be for engineers yeah, well, 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 can know, they make was... it and sell it <laughs> oh you know i don't, I don't know. know i don't know if there are cuz you can get a floating lantern can't hold on is the floating yeah the floating lantern which is made by enchanters mm mm-hmm. mhm Oh, I knew it was there. But that's not a battle pet. It's going to be a battle pet. Uh, hold on. No, I think that lantern is a battle oh, pet. Oh, uh, yeah. In the chat room, uh, Juve Milano, Juve Milano. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Is saying that they will be able to sell it. Just the pattern is for engineers. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, good. That's good. All right. Uh, yeah, there... the enchanted lantern is a magic battle pet, and enchanters can make it. Yeah, I can make it. So. I didn't know it was right. a battle pet. 
I just thought it was one of those non-combat things that just floated around you. I would like the balloons, the Horde and Alliance balloons. Those would be up. nice. Yes. That would be hol- <laughs> I don't know how you'd fight with <laughs> slap each other <laughs> with the balloon. With the balloon. Uh, and also, in about an hour from now, uh, from when we're recording, we're uh, right now it's seven twenty-three Eastern PM. Uh, there's going to be a live WoW Dev Q and A tonight. Uh, it's you know, five thirty Pacific, eight thirty Eastern. So you can go to um, worldofwarcraft.com and click the links. So you can find it there. They're using a system which I'm not familiar with. That's probably more of the benefit of the people we say that for the people who are listening live because mm-hmm. the show will probably be up <laughs> right at the time yeah well i'll tweet it i'll, I'll tweet right. it and i'll put it in g plus so everybody knows so i'm gonna be paying attention to that too my week which is actually going to take up the bulk of the rest of the show <laughs> <laughs> you're the boss no, it's it's just I I I did such a I was talking about PVP last week and I spent a lot of time experimenting with PVP this week. So <laughs> I have as I said a little bit ago that I have three mages. I have my main, the one that I consider my main, the one I do all the the LFR and the you know if if I ever do raiding, the one that I do the raiding with and I and at the time I was doing PVP. And then I had um, a couple of other mages that were just sort of like tossed around. Like I've got a level 90 horde mage that I was doing some raiding with. I don't, I don't do that anymore. And I had like a, a, a mothballed one on, uh, on Emerald Dream. So I got her up to 90. And so the experiment was you always hear the same story. The horde steamrolls alliance in PvP. So my experiment was... Start with a mage, and not a lot of people can do this. I don't even know why I have three mages, but well, I do know. Eh, whatever. <laughs> um, I was going to take the horde mage, the mage on the PvP server, and then the mage on the PvE server, and they they have relatively the same gear. Not all of them do, but um, enough where I can do decently. And see... If the the differences between playing Horde and Alliance and the differences between being grouped with people that are on a PvP server and on a PvE server are any different. And what I found was that Horde sucks just as badly for some reason when I was playing. And it's not obviously because of my gameplay. I saw Horde people doing just the same stupid stuff that the Alliance people were doing, like fighting in the middle or not going after the flag. Or fight on flags is fight a on, universal right, joke fight on for flags. a reason. Uh, I saw... It, it was almost as if... This is obviously not like this. But it was almost as if, oh, Mike's playing. Well, let's group all the people that he hates, all the game players that he hates, and, and just put them in the same group. For example, when I play on the Alliance side, uh, let's say we're doing uh, what's the what's the Nether Storm one? The uh, um, uh, it's blocked on my yeah. Brand. I know, I know. Yes, you so don't like I don't it know that what much. it is anymore. I know it off. The, oh God! I have the blocked. I have the I have the storm. So an eye of the storm. When I'm playing on the Alliance side, what do you think happens? We we do our little pre-battle chat and we say, okay, we're gonna do this. Get some people to take the two that are closest. Don't go mid and go take Fell Reaver or go take uh, the other one, Draenei Ruin. Okay. And what do you think people do? They go right for the damn flag, we lose. Over and over again, the same sort of thing happens. So I'm on the Horde side, 
and we do our little pre-thing chat. And what do you think we do? Well, somebody's going to go for the mage tower. Okay, so we're going to go to the mage tower. And they go to the middle. We lose. And this sort of stupidity just keeps on going on the horde side. And I wound up losing. It was funny because I won like the first two. I didn't write this all down. But I, I, I remember winning the first two. And I'm like, oh, the horde really does win all the time. And then we lost like the next 12. Or something, something ridiculous like that. It's like we hardly ever win. And the and and the even funnier thing, I took a screenshot of this, is that while I was playing on the horde side, the horde players were saying horde sucks as usual. Lions are going to steamroll us, and I'm going, what? I don't Wait. know. There's no data for this either. No, it there seems isn't. To me that they're pretty. Obvious. So I'm like, where did it come from? Or is it just something that got repeated enough times? I don't know. I don't but know where this I is feel, coming from. I feel that I win more when I'm. I mean, I think that actually had a little bit to do with me moving over to Horde. And I was like, you know what? I want to I see what it's like to win some Battlegrounds for a bit. I, yeah. And sure enough, it happened more often than not. So I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. The, the funny thing is, is that I played Alterac Valley, and everybody knows that the Alliance always wins Alterac Valley. What do you think we do? We win a bunch of Alterac Valleys. How did that happen? <laughs> I, 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 I have absolutely no data to support anything on this uh, outside of my own experience. It's like, how did the Horde win a bunch of Alterac Valleys when I play Alterac Valley on the Alliance side and we always win? Except like maybe once or twice, once in a while. I, I just really do not understand how this whole thing happened. And and the same thing, um, Arathi Basin, same dumb mistakes that the Alliance makes when I play. They, they're, uh, I, I don't get it. Strand of the Ancients where the alliance always loses we uh we wind up losing it's i i don't get it i i don't know how i don't know how the algorithm works or they group people together or how they group people together but it's it just seems to me that and you weren't no in premades right nope i was not in premades nor was i playing against premades mm. so i don't know i don't i don't know where this is coming from but here's what i did find this past Saturday, uh, it was one of those rare free days where I can pretty much do whatever I want. You know, nothing I had to do around the house or had to take anybody anywhere. Okay. I played Battlegrounds all day on the Alliance side, mostly. Mm-hmm. And I found that the Alliance seems to win during certain times of the day. And what I mean is, like, at... Two, three o'clock in the afternoon Eastern time till about five ish, six ish, we were winning. Right around like dinner time, East Coast, uh, the horde was just steamrolling us over and over again. And there were different people because I would make like mental notes of people that I was playing against. So I don't, I don't get it. Maybe it's just the luck of the draw, but. There's got to be some data somewhere. Somebody's got to have a chart of of some personal experience with the battlegrounds that they've won and lost. I mean, it gets into that whole psychology thing. Going okay, and this this is totally maybe shallow and superficial, but it, it's still out there that has to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that a person that would roll a human and a person that would roll an undead might be two totally different people, and one's going to be all. Arr. It's entirely possible. You know, because it's going to be a little more Call of Duty than the other. I don't know. I started playing Alliance because it came right from EverQuest. It's like, I had to play a Druid, so of course I'm going to be on the Alliance side. 
And I'm actually and, surprised you wouldn't have an undead because that's kind of metal. <laughs> and, you're, and you're kind of metal. Yeah, I, I have some name. There would be some Iron Maiden album name or something. Would yeah. be the name of your undead. Um, I tried playing an undead ones. They're just kind of creepy. But mm-hmm. no, I I I have a I have a blood elf. My mate is a blood elf. I just you know what it is. Some of the gear that you get that looks really good on a blood elf looks like ass on uh, on an undead. But I play like that. I I play. To well, win. yeah. I, I mean, if you're into into way the armor looks and transmogging, yeah, the more humanoid looking ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think troll, uh, some of the troll, troll females, um, humans, blood elves, uh, night elves. Yeah. Goblins and dwarves and gnomes, not so much. I I think you may actually be right. I think that maybe the Alliance, the people that play the Alliance don't have that, that, that gritty sort of feeling that, uh, that some of the horde players do, because I mean, come on, you go to BlizzCon and what is everybody doing? You know, for the horde. You hear thousands of people yelling for the horde, and then somebody will be up front, like I don't know, some of the Metzen or something. And he'll be up front. And it's like, can I hear for the alliance? You hear for the alliance, Woo! you know, and it just sounds like right. a bunch of weenies, like Weenie Hut Junior. <laughs> if you watch, if you watch SpongeBob, <laughs> you'll understand that reference. <laughs> Weenie Hut Junior. So I'm a goopy goober, yeah. <laughs> So that that it almost seems as if that um, I'm gonna. Have, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna do an entire segment on this next week, but but for next week's show, I'm gonna do some more horde side PvP and see if maybe, like I said, the, there were there are blocks of time when the alliance was doing better on a Saturday. I'd like to see um, if the if maybe I was playing at a bad time, mm. and and but I don't know. I I don't know. But there is a stigma against the Alliance that they suck at PvP. And they can't get their act together. They can't... They, um, I, I, I may be repeating myself from last week, so I'm just going to sort of avoid some of that. Although but. I will make, uh, make a note that when the Worgen showed up, mm-hmm. there was a lot of murmuring about, oh, finally, a character that's got some... Yeah. some you know, some nastiness to it, right? Rip your face off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no gnome is going to rip my face off. Sorry, <laughs> it's not going to happen. I mean, there's nothing visceral about any of the... I mean, I'm thinking, what do we got? We got night elves. Yeah. Humans, dwarves. Yeah. Gnomes. Yeah. Am I missing anyone? Uh, Pandas not, don't count. Draenei. Draenei. Chinticles. Well, none of them are badass. In, in terms of like I mean, maybe the Draenei, they got that hulking kind of thing, but Torin are hulking, and they're kind of like you know past the sage, right? <laughs> you're it, you're more inclined to see a horde character on the iron, uh, the cover of an Iron Maiden album than somebody right. that's on, I, I, <laughs> on there the could be a psychological side. thing. I don't know. You're, you may be right. I think there is a psychological difference to playing the horde than the alliance. I think the alliance sort of they're like the we got what's what's that song I got twenty silver in my pocket. Yeah. And they're, they're like running around storm and thinking they're all cool and everything. The horde side are just like, yeah, we're the badasses, and we know we'll let the alliance think that. We're the oppressed. Was it you that I was talking to uh, a while ago about horde versus alliance um, uh, pride? Uh I've had conversations like that. I don't know specifically. Yeah, there just doesn't seem to be that anymore. Not like before. 
after a while, though, I mean, I got to say, you know, I switched all of my tunes to the Horde. I have one alliance left. Uh, you know, it's the same thing. It, yeah. It's like, oh, God, I got to do, I got to kill these spiders again. Like, I'm watching a couple <laughs> friends of ours watch, uh, going through Silithus and Ungoro Crater again. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it does not matter if you're Alliance or Horde. That place sucks, period. Finisher 97 in the chat room says Alliance could have been on a Queen album. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um so here's here's the thing. I before last week I didn't play a lot of PvP except since Kata, and there's one thing that I've noticed a lot of. And that is there seems to be quite a bit, in fact, I think there's a little too much crowd control in the game now. Mm-hmm. To the point where it used to be where as playing human, I would do every man for himself and I would get out of whatever it was that I would do. And I would be able to go toe to toe with pretty much anybody. Now it seems like, oh, rogue? Well, they sap you and then they viscerate you and beat the crap out of you. And before you can do anything, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Because they, it, it just seems like I spend some of my time in Battlegrounds being chain stunned. And I don't remember it being this bad in Kata. I don't remember it being this bad in Wrath. And so I went to the forums to see what other people had to say, see if maybe I'm just QQing too much. And it turns out that there are a lot of people that are on the forums that are saying, why is crowd control so out of control? And, and I, I got to say, being on the delivering end of that as a monk, yeah. I love it. Oh, my God. You got to handle certain classes. Mages, they're so slippery. You've got to put them in their place, see, which is... But we're not, we're not as slippery as we used to be. I used to be able to, to do every man for himself and then blink. And then I would like maybe go in viz or something like that. Like a rogue. Here's something that I noticed about, about me is that as a mage, if I get hit with a dot and I try to go in viz, it takes my invis off. If I right. tried, if I hit a rogue with nether tempest, he can go in viz and stay in viz. I don't understand how that works. That's happened to me several times. Hmm. Because I thought that rogues were supposed, I thought that a dot was supposed to break invisibility. But I'll, I'll like sit there and I'll, and I'll hit the button and cast Nether Tempest on them. And, and as soon as that happens, they go invis. I'm like, well, that Nether Tempest should be running for another five or six seconds. Why hasn't he come back from being invis? It's been hit and miss in PBE, I've noticed that sometimes I'm like, crap, in over my head, invis. And then I'm still, it, it, something breaks invis. I'm like, come on. Yeah. So being slippery as a mage is not like it used to be. And in in Kata, when I was doing some heavy PvP, I remember that I can get out of anything. And by the time a couple weeks went by and I learned the nuances of of what the other classes could do, I can beat the crap out of a rogue without any problems. Excuse me. The problem that I'm having now is that even though I'm stacking haste, uh, the, the the problem playing a mage is that there isn't a lot of insta casts that can do a massive amount of damage. We have a lot of wind ups. That's what I call it. So mm. if you want to do if you want to do a wind up on a frostbolt, I think your base is one point five seconds, and then you stack haste. It's still going to be like maybe one point one, one point two seconds. And yeah, I can do like a palm, a, a presence of mind, and then cast one. But then you still have the one point two seconds for your next one. If I freeze a, a, a rogue, this is the way it used to be in Kata. I could freeze a rogue, and then he'd be slowed, and then I could do my wind up, and I can still do enough damage to him while moving. Rogues are like the new tanks they, because you can just simply um, get out of any AOE damage. Sure. 
you, you just stand in it. Stand in the poo all day long if mm-hmm. you like. So, yeah, you, you could do that. Now, it's like I do the same tricks that I did before. The problem is that I'm wasting a lot of tricks on one tune on, uh, against one other opponent. And I didn't used to have to do that. I didn't used to have to use everything just for one opponent. Mm-hmm. I could I could frost nova them. And now what I could do is I could frost nova deep freeze. Now I've got four seconds. I've got four seconds where the, the opponent can't do anything. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to blink. So you blink away. Then you got to turn around. Then you've got to do your windup. Now, you've already wasted maybe a second. In doing, now, even though the blink itself is immediate, it's the reaction time between doing the blink. Well, well first you got to do the deep freeze, do the blink, blink, and then turn around and face the guy. So... Already I've wasted a, a second, so like maybe or maybe maybe even half a second. So I've got like three, three and a half seconds left. If I do a presence of mind, so long as it's up, because that's got to cool down. If that's mm-hmm. up, I can hit him with a frostbolt. And that might do a significant amount of damage. But then now I've got another one. Now I've got to wind up the next one. And by the time I even wind frost up the next bomb, one, I think I think Nether is Nether Tempest the only one that's instant, or is there a wind frost up on that? Bomb. Yeah, but frost bomb is instant. But the problem is that it just sits there for a while until it goes. Whereas Nether Tempest can actually just keep going. That's why I like using Nether Tempest instead of frost bomb. Right. Um, you so take now, a DPS hit when you do that, but or you take a damage hit when you do that, yeah. but. Eh. Well, it depends on Slight. how many other other opponents are in the area. Because if you got more than one, then there then, then that Nether Tempest is spreading to other other opponents. Uh, anyway, so now I'm winding up my next Frostbolt, and now at that point, by the time I hit him with the second Frostbolt, the Deep Freeze is worn off. Now he's coming at me, and I've I've used up Frost Nova Deep Freeze. The only thing that I have left is uh, the Ice ring, what, uh, whatever that's called. Ring of Frost. Ring of Frost. Well, I also think that your pet's freeze also triggers frostbite. Uh, it's supposed to. But I've, I, just, I just find that the time that it takes for a, uh, for a mage to wind up their casts, mm-hmm. a rogue can come and start beating me down again. The same thing happens with a druid. Druids are just as bad. That I find myself having a hell of a time against druids because I'll get I'll get hit and then I'm disoriented and then I'll use uh, uh, every man for himself and then I'll, they'll hit me with something else and then I'm screwed for six seconds and by that time I may be lucky enough to get away. I might take my monk through some PvP just because of its utility. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of absurd. I feel like some nerfing is going to happen. Damage just went up, or damage will be going up in 4.3 on some things on the monk. But, I mean, everything from, what are we, Quaking Palm, we've got Disable, we've got Spear Hand, we've got Paralysis. Mm -hmm. And Paralysis only has a 15-second cooldown. I mean, so that's constant. Yeah. You know. I, I don't have a problem with CC. I really don't. I think it's a good mechanic. I just think that there's a little too much of it because I just, like I said, I just keep getting chain screwed. Yeah. Um, I, I, but then maybe it is a mage thing. Like I said, I, I kind of got taken off guard when I couldn't kill Gamon. I'm like, that's absurd. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, but we'll I, I'm still working numbers. on this. Uh, the yeah. other thing is that I did a little research as to mage survivability. 
And of course, you get some people. This is what I find about the Blizzard forums is that if you post something that says "bar bar bar qq" about my class, people are going to say "mage uh, pass," you know, or, or "you're you're complaining about nothing." Learn to play. Then you then if you get into like page two, then you start getting some of the people that are actually having the discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and it's true is that mages people seem to think that they're glass cannons and for for the most part they are they can do a lot of damage you've got two problems in in pvp and this is where 5.3 is coming in is that when i first started doing pvp on my brand new 90 mage um the 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 biggest problem i had is that you're going up against like i'm in blues and the first thing people do is they laugh at you because you're in blues and you're up against people that are in like season 13 epics already Right. And so you're screwed there. You can't do anything against them. You can't survive against them. Not very well. So so there's that problem, which I'm I'm hoping that this 5.3 fix, uh, where everybody's getting a base 65% resilient, I, I hope that that's fixed. Of course, I can go on and on about that, but mm-hmm. I won't. <clears throat> um, but uh, being feared, being stunned, being sapped... That in itself, I don't have an, a, an issue with. It's just when when classes are able to do them, one, like you do one and then the cooldown on another is gone. They're able to do another one and you're just sitting there. And I, like I said last week, I, like, I take my hands off the keys. I'm like, I can't even do anything at this point. Yeah, right. And that's got to change. Now, apparently they're changing it for hunters. Um, hunters have that problem and I think they're changing it for warlocks. I don't know if they're changing it for priests, but a lot now of there is some overpowered action right there. Warlocks, I'm tired of looking at their DPS meters. Holy crap! It doesn't matter where I am. Hey, yeah. look, someone purple up there <laughs> at the top of the charts. What a surprise! Yeah. By an absurd amount, it, it's always like twice as much as everybody yeah. else. Now I'm not in that many fail groups, but come on, it's Warlocks got it's, something going on. Did you see th- there was a uh, something that I posted in uh, in the um, show notes where somebody posted uh, a battleground stats and somebody did a warlock, an actual warlock did ten million healing, <laughs> and also came in number two in DPS. There's something not right about that because as oh, a mage, man. I can't heal myself not very well. I mean, at no. least not with the invocation. I may, I'm going to look into into that because I think this invocation thing is just not working for me. Um, so you have to glyph it right. Yeah, I have to glyph it, which I did, which is fine for PVE, but I don't think it's working very well for me for PVP at all because because right. you lose the ability 